from the studios of Adventist World Radio in Pune. From Adventist World Radio in Pune, a warm welcome to you as you join us. This is our international English service. In our program today, we bring inspirational music, health talk on principles of life that are basic. With more enjoyable music, you'll also hear God's word to enrich you spiritually. This is your host Sharad, and I'm Maureen, and you're listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Let's begin our program with a song. Time to hear a health talk. Stay with us. Instead of meat, 
Since the saturated fats began to be suspected of playing a part in producing hardening of the arteries, arteriosclerosis and coronary heart disease, women have taken a second look at meatless menus to avoid the harmful effects of meat fats. Can good health and adequate nutrition be maintained on a meatless diet? They can. Multiplied thousands of women are doing that very thing. Let us check a few facts. It is true that meat protein is a good quality of protein, nutritionally speaking, but most people overload their system with it. The average person needs only about 1 ounce of protein daily. For good measure, 2 ounces is plenty. It is easy for him to get this amount and the proper kind of protein from sources other than meat. Eggs have an even better protein than meat. And milk protein is as good as meat protein. But let us look to the vegetable kingdom for high quality protein. Soya beans and garbanzos, that's chickpea, contain perfect protein. Most other legumes like beans, peas, lentils, peanuts and the like contain slightly less perfect proteins. Interestingly enough, the protein fractions that legumes lack are abundant in whole grains. The normal use of whole grain in the diet supplies that slight lack and balances the legume protein in a perfect protein. The resulting protein is every bit as nutritious as that of meat. Whole grain wheat has an excellent grade of protein. So do whole grain rice, whole grain rye and whole grain oats. Most grains are a little low in certain protein components, but the very things they need are supplied in abundance by legume proteins. Legume and whole grains complement each other into perfect proteins. Nuts are one of the finest sources of protein in the world. Many people eat them after they have been made hard to digest by deep fat frying and heavy salting. Try them fresh and without salt. Enjoy the natural nutty flavor. Fruits and leafy vegetables contain excellent proteins, although in small quantities. Potatoes contain a high quality protein. Hulled sunflower seed is a delicacy enjoyed by Russians and Americans. The Russians have used them for centuries. Sunflower seed contains 17% of high quality protein. Other sources of best protein are Various food yeasts like brewer's yeast, torola yeast and others and wheat germ flakes. Wheat germ is the heart of the wheat berry, that living part destined to reproduce its kind. Those who eat only white bread miss the nutrition found in wheat germ. A fact many people are not aware of is that meat is one of the poorest sources of all minerals except phosphorus which is also abundant in grains and legumes. A laboratory analysis of meat might reveal a fair iron content. Most meat contains much blood, but it is not in a form readily available to the human body. Dried beans contain three times as much iron as beef contains. Peas, wheat and oatmeal contain twice as much. Beef iron is only about 11% available to human body whereas iron from vegetable sources is largely digestible and available as human nutrition. A few years ago, some nutritionists 
discovered what vegetarian physicians have long known that meat in the diet will not prevent anemia in the journal nutrition reviews the author of a special article said it comes as somewhat of a surprise to learn that a diet composed entirely of meat will regularly cause severe anemia in mice beef induced the most severe anemia but pork had a similar effect chicken muscle was slightly less effective in causing anemia people mistakenly believe that they need what they call good red meat to build red blood the truth of the matter is that ordinary muscle meat is an exceedingly poor blood builder and in view of the animal experiments cited may actually be a cause of anemia food from the vegetable kingdom is still our best blood builder the iron of whole wheat and bran is most effective for hemoglobin formation than lean beef liver and egg yolk people think that meat is a good source of vitamins actually meat except for liver kidney and entrails is a poor source of vitamins muscle meat is a fair source of some of the b vitamins but whole grains and legumes are far superior sources vitamin e is most abundant in seeds vitamins a and c are lacking in steak but are amply supplied in fruits and vegetables if you are looking for vitamins look to the vegetable kingdom the fat of meat is mostly of the saturated kind which is being increasingly incriminated as a cause of hardening of the arteries the natural fat of the vegetable kingdom is largely the unsaturated fat which tends to prevent hardening of the arteries an added dividend enjoyed by people who prefer a vegetarian diet most meat is highly seasoned by the cook and by the gourmet at the table many people would not enjoy the meat unless it was highly seasoned with salt spices and fat study shows that it is the fat flavors of meat that people crave not the protein food from the vegetable kingdom has its own delicate flavors and it needs little seasoning when you choose a meatless way of life you learn to enjoy natural food flavors you avoid many diseases that are found in or are transmitted by meat and you largely avoid the saturated fats which produce damage to the blood circulatory system some people regard vegetarianism as a passing fad it is not a fad and it is not passing it is a continuing way of life it is the oldest diet known to the human race when you purchase a new automobile or a scooter it is it not the part of wisdom to use the fuels and lubricants recommended by the designers should the human body receive less consideration than your new car are you looking for a diet to give you better health a better way of life less illness try a diet without meat you will be pleased with the results thank you for a nice health talk we are sure it was hope for the despondent cheer for the sick and rest for the weary Keep listening to AWR it will open the door to a new experience in your life To know more on our program you are welcome to write to us on Adventist World Radio Post Box number 17 Pune 411001 Maharashtra India 
You can also email us on AdventistMediaCenter at gmail.com. You could also hear all our programs on our website. That's on awr.org slash English program. Before you hear God's word, here's another song. Time to hear God's word. Dear listener, if our loyalty is divided between God and the world, we should not expect to receive anything from God. Well, the Lord made this statement, uh, remember Lot's wife in connection with his second coming and the end of the world when he addressed his disciples and the Pharisees. Luke chapter 17 verse 32. While it was not unusual for him to refer to Old Testament characters in his teachings, this was the only occasion a woman was mentioned. At the outset, we must understand that the tragic end Lot's wife brought upon herself was the result of her disobedience. A very small matter of looking back. She was specifically warned not to look back, but she couldn't resist it. When she disobeyed, she turned into a pillar of salt. You may wonder if a mere looking back deserves such an extreme uh, punishment. Yes, it does. If God tells you not to look back, you better don't. Dear listener, because God's instructions to his people are always for their benefit. Deuteronomy chapter 11 verses 26 to 28. There are other instances in the Bible of disobedience resulting in quick retribution. Notable among them are the tragic story of Adam and Eve, the curious case of Uzziah and the sudden demise of Ananias and Sapphira. Dear listener, looking back, why did Lord's wife look back? I think the reasons are twofold. She did not want to leave the home she had made. Relatives, she had made friends, property and the good life she probably enjoyed. Archaeological evidences show that the twin city of Sodom and Gomorrah were prosperous. It must have broken her heart to abruptly leave all her possession behind. As 
her family hurries on she lingers behind refusing to stay with them and perhaps turns back to return to her uh, family home sodom was still in her heart and god knew it had she been uh, like lot she would have been spared for abraham's sake she was caught in the conflagration and overwhelmed by a deluge of bitumen she became a pillar of salt is how the bible puts it dear listener secondly the other reason would be that she simply did not believe god dear listener god had said leave the city and don't look back the city was marked for annihilation leave it run for your life the commandment was clear along with her family she was literally dragged and thrown out of their home by no less a person than an angel of god but she didn't really believe in the impending catastrophe the boys who were betrothed uh, to her daughters were also like-minded what's all the fuss about is the threat real should she really leave everything and run who were these strange men who had taken over her home all of a sudden a number of doubts assailed her one way to find out she thought was to look back and see what was happening if anything was really happening dear listener the lady did not reject god's command outright in fact she started running though reluctantly dear friend christian life is frequently compared to a race the apostle paul was fond of this analogy he writes forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead i press on toward the goal to win the prize for which god has called me heavenward in jesus christ philippians chapter 3 verses 13 and 14 lots wife failed on all these three counts number 1 dear listener forgetting what is behind number 2 straining towards the goal is ahead and number 3 pressing on toward the goal my dear friend hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 says let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us looking to jesus Lot's wife carried excess baggage that hindered her progress. She carried Sodom along, not willing to cast it aside and run. My friend, what is your Sodom? Is it your family, career, or property? Is it education, society, or pleasure? We need to keep reminding ourselves that we are only pilgrims and aliens in this world. We need to God against the human tendency to get too comfortable in this world lest we should become so attached to it that we forget to run towards the goal for which God has called in Jesus Christ the spiritual race is about determination to win about endurance lots wife was not inclined to go ahead and reach the goal in fact she had no goal at all Dear listener, my dear friend, the Christian life is also compared to a battle. 
I have fought a good fight, the Apostle Paul wrote. Soldiers do not get involved in civilian matters so that they do not uh, get distracted from their goal of winning the crown of righteousness. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. As his good soldiers, God expects us to put on the spiritual armor and be ready to fight the spiritual battle against Satan and his demons. Lord's wife failed to take God's warning seriously and perished. Today, dear listener, we do take his warnings and commands for granted just because we are under the new covenant of grace? Do we realize the danger of being hardened in our hearts if we repeatedly ignore God's warnings? Surely, we do not want to be counted among the people about whom the Lord spoke in parables, saying, Though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not hear or understand. Matthew chapter 13, verses 13 to 15. My dear friend, as a loving God pleads with us through the words of the psalmist, today if you will hear his voice, harden not your heart as in the day of strife. As in the day of uh, testing in the wilderness, maybe they get uh, detached from the worldly positions and cling to the one who has set us free from sin. See to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. If they did not escape when they refused him, who warned them on earth? How much less will we if we turn away from him who warns us from heaven? Hebrews chapter 12 verse 25. Dear listener, no wonder Lot's wife suffered the fate she did. If she had run looking unto Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, she would have escaped the judgment that fell on Sodom and Gomorrah. If our loyalty is divided between God and the world, we should not expect to receive anything from God. Judges chapter 1 verses 7 and 8. Dear listener, in the case of Lot's wife, did God live up to his name as one who is merciful? The answer is found in Genesis chapter 18, where we see that, number one, God informs Abraham about his intention to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Number two, he also promises he will not execute his judgment if there were even ten righteous people in the region. But there weren't even ten righteous there. And number three, dear listener, angels appointed by God to visit Lot's home to rescue them. And number four, Lot was free to take with him anyone who wanted to be saved, but none came forward. Dear listener, yes, she was given every possible opportunity to flee the city without looking back. But she lost all of them. She spurned God's mercy and became a lifeless pillar of salt. God's judgments are just and true, says the Bible. His mercies are new every day, according to 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 7 to 9. Lot lived a righteous life and was uh, greatly troubled by the sinful ways of the people around him. Day after day, he suffered because 
of the evil things he saw and heard. So the Lord rescued him. The Lord knows how to rescue the righteous from the trouble and to punish the wicked. Dear listener, is there anything impossible with God? Yes, there are quite a few. God cannot tell a lie. He cannot go back on his promises. He cannot tolerate or ignore sin. He had to deal firmly with the rebellious act of Lord's wife, my dear friend. So let us always remember Lord's wife when it comes in choosing God or this world. May God bless you and strengthen you to accept Jesus' ways. Let's pray, dear listener. Our loving and merciful Father who art in heaven, we are happy that you have given us life where we can live for you. We are weak in our decisions. We have so done. this we have almost come to the end of our program to know more on god's word we would love to receive your letters on adventist world radio post box number 17 pune 411001 maharashtra india you can also write to us on adventist media center at gmail.com you may also follow all our programs on our website that is awr.org/englishprogram this is your host sharad 
and I'm Maureen signing off from Adventist World Radio. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Until then, we wish you good health and a happy home. Goodbye and God bless you.